they call it. <laughs> Episode two is what we call this one. <laughs> Me and my brother back at it again. Mm-hmm. Perk, it's been a long week. I feel like it's been too damn long since we did this, man. I was thinking I was, the same thing. I was thinking I had so much fun doing it, doing the first episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, do we need to like do this more? And then it came back to reality. We ain't doing it no more till they give us a bigger bag. So we'll <laughs> we'll keep it at once a week. Okay. Right, right. Once a week, once a week. But you know what? It, it, it gives the opportunity to let the other one just sit in for a second. Yeah. You know, like you remember, you know, like you know about gumbo. Right, gumbo. It's the better side. the next day. It's better the next day. Once better the, the next day. Yes, dog. Once that seasoning the- set in, man. Come the on. spices and the seasoning. What's this? Put in my hand. This is how they say it. The seasoning <laughs> set in. That's what we did. I love the fact that you said that's what we did. We let the seasoning perk my voice got to get high. We let the seasoning set in, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Let me calm down, bro. All right. You know what? Matter of fact, I don't want to calm down because my damn Dallas Cowboys went to Minnesota without Dak and won the game, perk. Perk, don't 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 duck your head like that. Be happy for me, man. No, no, I am. I am. I'm not hating. I told okay. you. Look, All right. All I told right. you I ended our relationship, but the Cowboys will always be in my heart. But I okay. just took my mind elsewhere. Okay. And I will say this. It was a hell of a win. The defense was on point like Rondo. I mean, look, flying around that front four with Gregory. And you know what's crazy is that I'm sitting on Twitter and I'm watching because I'm looking for – a few people. I'm looking to see what you go say. I'm looking to see what Ryan Clark is going to say. I'm looking to yeah. see what Dan is going to say. And I'm looking to see what Big Woody is going to say, right? And when Gregory was getting all those penalties, you know, mm-hmm. I started to tweet out something. I said, let me hold tight because he just might make up for this. And he did just that. Sure did. I'll tell you right now, boy, hey, y'all defense was on <laughs> – Yes. Perk, Perk, you remember yes. you remember how we was talking about them old dudes last week on the podcast? This yeah. is what they do when they get happy, Perk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, let me stop clowning because, Perk, honestly, when I was watching the game, man, the one thing I wanted to see was what would Dallas be without Dak, mm. right? Because the reality in this league is sometimes you're not going to have your horses. Right. You're not going to have, you know, your main guy. And last year we saw them fall absolutely apart when Dak got injured. This game showed me that Dallas is a complete team mm. more than any other game they played all season long, right? It From a defensive standpoint, they knew they had to keep this game low scoring. Come on. They gave up 16 points. Offensively, they knew they had to run the ball at a high clip. Did it successfully. Still, Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, didn't get away from what the Cowboys do. He still pushed the ball downfield to Coop. He pushed it downfield to uh, C.D. Lamb. Cedric Wilson got a double pass. Like, they played the way they've been playing all season long without Dak. That's what I was excited about. It it was inspiring. It was inspiring. Yeah, man. I mean, it was inspiring. I was like, this is the Cowboys – how they used to play from the good old days. That like yep. like you would say, they got it in the trenches. Okay, they got it in the trenches. They, this was a game that you honestly could say that the Cowboys won at the line of scrimmage. Hundred percent. They won at the line of scrimmage. So you know, speaking of line of scrimmage, right? Because I don't want. <laughs> I don't just want to stay on the Cowboys too much because I know every Cowboy fan out there is feeling themselves right now, and I get yeah. But speaking of defense, oh, I know how did the Rams upgrade their defense even more by adding Vaughn Miller? Now, look, I'm going to give it to you, but I'm, I'm going to say this, okay? I had the Titans pick to win the Super Bowl. That was my bold prediction, all right? Yep, yep. We'll get into Derrick Henry, right? But after Vaughn Miller, after the the Rams made this move, getting Vaughn Miller, I said, man, hold on. You got Aaron Donald. You got that front row. You got Ramsey. Leonard Floyd. Now you add Vaughn Miller. And now I start to think about 
What's the old saying? And you know this, that defense win championships. <laughs> defense win championships. And I'm going to go to a point that you said last week when me and you talked about the Kansas City Chiefs, about yeah. how basically the league has got has caught up. That means that they got exposed, okay? Yep. They got exposed by who? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers win last year in the Super Bowl. How did Tampa Bay win really in the Super Bowl? Defense. They defense. So yep. I, I want you – I know you was just on your high. I hate when you be <laughs> – I know we had all that. But you got to keep it 100 because that's what we do on here. Yep. yep. Does the Rams getting Vaughn Miller – Make them the favorite to win it all this year. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. You, you scared? Let me, let, me, let me just say I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> like, like, because listen, bro. One thing about football, man, and this is why this move was so great. One thing about football, and you know this about basketball. Mm. Who's your closer? Mm. Who do you have – as a closer, right? And when you think about that from a defensive perspective, who's your closer? So we've always said that was Aaron Donald for the Los Angeles Rams. We've always said when a play need to be made, 99 going to make the play. Mm-hmm. But now offenses are like, look, we ain't letting Aaron Donald wreck our game. Yep. So last year they brought in Leonard Floyd, who everybody said was a bust in Chicago, say he couldn't play football at all. You put him in a better scheme, you put him next to Aaron Donald, and now he a $60 million man and he he having more pressures than most DNs in the league. Come on. And now you add Von Miller? So so here's the decision teams got to make. Who are we going to block? <laughs> Who are we going to double team on Good. third down and try to stop them from decapitating our quarterback? Come That's on. the issue that you have. Not to mention Jalen Ramsey being back there locking down one side of the field. Right? Perk, I'm scared. Okay? And I know why you brought this up. And I'm pissed off that you brought it up because you're raining on my parade. Okay? You're raining on my... I didn't break the news. I didn't break the news. You broke the news on the podcast. I did. I did because we got to talk about something. This is a big deal. This This is a a huge deal. deal, bro. Anytime you see something that say breaking news or blockbuster... Yeah, because we're blockbuster. We got to bring blockbuster type right. activity and energy in here. Now, I mean, it may have touched your soul a little bit, and I get it. The I wrong way. It. I get it, but at the end of the day, God darn, you just spoke the gospel. That Rams defense is serious, bro. It didn't got crazy. That that's crazy. That 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 tells you not to harp on it too long. Still not my favorites because Dallas. And people don't realize. All right, let, you making faces, but let me let me <laughs> let me explain my side of it. Okay, Go ahead. Dallas been playing the majority of this season without Demarcus Lawrence, mm. who gonna come back? Who's a big? Who's a who's a big time player when it comes to what they've been doing? So now you you got that married up with what Randy Gregory is doing, and then too, man, you've. Tyron Smith was out in this game against Minnesota. Mm. Backup left tackle stepped in and did a really good job against Everson Griffin. Lyle Collins ain't been playing. So, listen, this is about right now when you look at the three teams, to me, you got Dallas, the Rams, Tampa. Mm. And Tampa is not fully healthy. Gronk had right. back issues. AB right. ain't played. Defensively, they still missing some guys. You look at the Rams with this addition. And to your point, I'm not going to argue with anybody mm. that says this puts the Rams over the top in the NFC. I will not argue that. What I will argue is game in, game out, the most consistent team has been the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And they just went on the road and won without their starting quarterback. Right. I don't know if the Rams would have won that game without Matt Stafford. I I I, I could I could dig that, and it so goes, I'm giving them. I'm I'm. That's the reason. You know I'm a. You know how much no, I love no, the Cowboys, no, but no. you know I'm realistic. Too no, no, no. But you know what's crazy? I was just giving you a hard time, but to be honest, I'm looking at the Cowboys, and I'm like, I'm looking at all the weapons, right? Yeah, man. They have offensively, and they have the most explosive offense in the NFL, like. The most explosive, and I get it. They right? do. 
like when you look at just CD Lamb, you look at you know uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. They they don't even have Gallup right now, bro. No Gallup out, bro. They but but they find and Cedric Wilson caught a touchdown and threw one in this game. And then Zeke, bro, Zeke back. Zeke told like Zeke back. Zeke back, bro. So so yeah, this this NFC race. It's going to be bananas mm. down the stretch, bro. It it's is. going to be crazy. The one thing Dallas got working for them is they schedule is not really tough mm. here for a few weeks. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was, I was, I was a, can I make a confession, bro? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was a, I was a little pissed off when I heard Von Miller got traded to the Rams. Oh. Cause it, it makes the parade harder that could happen in Dallas. <laughs> right, right. Straight plus, up. You know how it go. Hey, let, let's be transparent and let's be real, right? Look, when the Dallas Cowboys winning and if they go to the playoffs and they go to the Super Bowl, you know how much damn money I'm going to make in Los Angeles? Right. You know how many autograph <laughs> sessions I'm going to have? I need them to make it, okay? When LSU won the national championship, I made so much damn money per – that's what I'm People saying. People was asking me to sign T-shirts. That's what I'm saying. That's what All I'm right. saying. But you know what? And I'm going to end on this part with the Cowboys. They're going to have to go through the rounds probably, right, to get yep. where they need to go, okay? Yep. And when you have a tough journey, it just make you appreciate it that much more. 100%. You, you can't say nothing. I done went through every single body. Everybody was healthy. They even had this person. They had this yep. person. And we beat them. Cool. Hey, to your point, man, you did it with the Celtics. So you understand it better than I do, man. Winning yeah. championships hard, bro. They yeah. hard. It they is. hard. It's it very is. difficult to do. Speaking of championships, man, damn. <laughs> damn. You brought up the Titans. Mm. Derrick Henry out for the year, man. And I don't know outside of Lamar Jackson – if it's another player that's more important to the entire franchise, not just offense for the Tennessee Titans, not just um, a dude that do commercials and run hard and break big runs. Like Derrick Henry was the identity that the Tennessee Titans tied themselves to, to say, we play football this way. Come on. And he gone, Perk. Perk, listen, this is like, Come on. This is like you without KG, right? This is like – and you know what I'm getting at. It's more than him just being one of the greatest basketball players to ever live. It's about what he brought every day. Mm-hmm. It was about your mentality saying we can win because KG out here. Yep. Yep. And that's what the tight – to me, that's the most devastating. Obviously, you feel sick for Derrick Henry and him having to miss time – the dude was almost at a thousand yards, bro. We in week eight. That's crazy. All right, with with nine in the box. With with nine in the box and nine more weeks to go. <laughs> he was gonna go for two thousand. Straight up, straight right? up. But I want you to speak to that. One, the injury with him missing, but what that do to the psyche, bro? Because Man. like I just mentioned, you lose. Paul Pierce, or you lose KG, or you lose the heartbeat, or however you identify yourself as a team, right? You were the enforcer on the defensive side. KG was the heartbeat, bro. Yep. What happened? What what do you do? What do you do, Perk? It's hard because it's hard because you talk about one word comes to mind, right? You said heartbeat, and it, it combines with what? Culture. So when you think of Titans culture, you think of Derrick Henry, right? So I'm watching the game last week and I'm hearing them talk about Derrick Henry and I'm hearing them talk about how well he treated his linemen, how he bought his linemen gold chains and diamond chains. And one of the linemen said he would have never had a gold chain because he wouldn't have (laughs) spent his money on it if Derrick Henry, but that goes to, to culture, right? And so when you think about the blow that the uh, Titans are going to get, you got to say, man, we can't replace them. 
is we can't replace him. I don't care, you know, and I hear rumors about Adrian Peterson, but no disrespect to AP, all future Hall of Fame in my eyes. Yeah, he ain't Derrick Henry. He ain't Derrick Henry, especially yeah. at this stage of his career. So when I look at Derrick Henry, I feel bad, one, for the organization, but most importantly, I feel bad for Derrick Henry. Yes, because bro. you and I both know the position that don't last, that you don't last long in is what? The running, running back. back position in the NFL. And when you think about the ACL, not saying that he's not going to come back looking like he, he did, you know, like he like he did before the injury. It's a foot. He got a foot. He got a foot, Perk. He brought oh, his bone in his foot. Yeah, yeah, you good. But my bad. You thinking about Jameis. I was thinking about Winston. Yep. Yeah, that, shout out to him too, man. Yeah, Hope man. Well soon. That, that hurt my heart. Damn Sorry, football, foot. Yeah, it's his foot. And when you think about just an injury, having to overcome that when he need that as a running back. I'm thinking about the mental part of it. And yeah. I told I my ACL I never broke my foot, but having to be sidelined and having to go through that whole process of getting back on the field and try to get back to what you used to be, people don't understand. Like, Dude. mentally, man, that's mentally draining. 100%. So I, mentally draining. And so... My my thing is I want want Derrick Henry not just for the Titans but for himself to get healthy and come back for the game of football. Yeah, the fan we need Derrick Derrick Henry because we was just starting to get the best of him. So as 100%. a fan, I need to see that. I need to see them still form. You see, <laughs> I, <laughs> <still in person. laughs> uh, I need to, that's how he need to be strong with it. Per, he bigger than us. That's what I'm saying. I need to see them stiff arms. Like, I want to see that, man. But I just, you know, to him and Jameis Winston, man, I want to say, man, shout out. Hope both of them get well, bro. Yeah, like, man. you know, recovery and everything. Cause the game, the game needs them. Like, you know, the and, game need them, bro. Like, yeah. The game need them. It, especially, you know, speaking of with, with Derek, man, he he's not a guy that's like injury prone. Mm-hmm. Right. So this for him will be tough. Yeah. Um, but but he he worked his face off, bro. He works his ass off in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Like, so he 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 is no stranger to coming back. Oh, it's works. just for me, it's always how will you come back? Right, right. That's always for me. And then with Jameis, man, I was sick to my stomach, bro. I was sick to my stomach because he was he was taking advantage of an opportunity and he was playing well. Come on. You saw on. you saw maturity, you saw leadership, you yes. saw cut down on turnovers. Jameis was doing exactly what he said he was going to do leading so- into this season, man. Yep. And yep. that one that one tough because Sean Payton as well, the head coach for the New Orleans Saints, knew that Jameis was going to play well. Mm-hmm. Right? And we never factor in obviously the injuries and stuff and we know they always prevalent. But we, I, I did not think we would sit here saying Jameis is out because of an ACL. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, to piggyback on that point real quick, you know what's the, the best thing about sports is when you're able to get a second chance. Yeah, man. And, and, and when you – Yes. When, and when you watch what he went through in Tampa and you watch him – go to the Saints last year and grow up under Drew Brees and Sean Payton and learn some of the ins and outs. And then all of a sudden he got this second chance. He humbled that, himself, bro. That's what I'm saying. He humbled himself and got that second opportunity. And he was he was about to mash the gas. I remember him doing the interview. Just, I think it was three days or two yep. days before they played the Bucks, And he said, man, we are focused on this moment. You know, I'm coming in here as a leader. And he was just speaking so well. And yeah. I was like, hold on, man, this dude has really changed, not just on the field, but just his mindset. And I was like, damn. But bro, you know, problem. you know this, you know this so well. And I'm glad we get a chance to do this podcast because we could talk to our fans and bring them back, like mm-hmm. behind the scenes. You don't really know if a player respected until you see how his teammates respond. Oh. Right? Hey, like hold, we, on. hold on, say that again. You do not know how well a teammate is respected until you see his teammates respond. Do you remember when Dak broke his ankle Mm -hmm. last year? And you remember the faces 
and the body language from his teammates, not only in that game but for the rest of the year, is some dudes that can galvanize and it becomes personal for you to make sure they have success. Yes. And that's the New Orleans Saints when it came to Jameis. That's why you saw all of these reactions from his teammates. Because, Perk, let's be honest. Like, you know we get people to real. A lot of times media hype these dudes up to be leaders. And, and and they give this picture that these dudes are the ones that everybody following in the locker room and they oh. the mouthpiece. That, that'd be a foolish lie a oh, lot of the times. Oh, you preaching today. So, so when you determining who's a leader on a team or when you determining who the teammates going to ride with, watch how they respond when some adversity hit that dude. Mm. or if that dude walking up and down the sideline and you see eyes as opposed to, all right, man, all right, man, it's a different reaction. Like, we, 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 we can always, and I say we because, you know, me and you in the media now. Um, <laughs> like, right, we, right. We, we, we build dudes up to be quote-unquote leaders a lot of the times, and then when you go in the locker room, you get a whole different situation. Mm. Jameis really had become a leader for the New Orleans Saints, and you could tell the way his teammates responded. Man, look, our last episode was called Free Game. Yes. And just because you just spoke the gospel the way you Bro. did, we're going to call this wisdom because that was <laughs> wisdom to the to his finest. So that's the name of this podcast. Already. Wisdom. Wisdom. That was straight up knowledge. That was taking people behind the scenes and letting them know what's really, what really goes on and for you to see reactions, okay? Because Perk, they be lying, Perk. Perk, you know sometimes they be lying, man. They be, oh, they be, they lying, be talking bro. about these dudes. Yeah. They be talking about these dudes, team leaders. That be a lie, man. That be a lie. That be, be a lie. That be a lie. It be, but, but it be because they want them to be the leader, right? Yeah, like, that's exactly let, what it is. Let me let everybody in on this. Every quarterback ain't the leader of their team. Come on. Every point guard ain't the leader of the team in the NBA. Yeah. Like, so, so I don't, I'm sorry if we, you know, ruined something for you when you thought the quarterback's supposed to always be the leader. But every every situation is different on every team. And and you'll be surprised that sometimes dudes you never hear of don't know their names or the leaders on teams. Okay. I'm just letting y'all know that. Because Udonis Haslam ain't played a game in how long, Perk? He's the leader of that team. Clearly the yeah, leader he, in Miami. He right? is the so, leader of that team. And it don't have nothing to do with if you could play good or not. It, it don't. And, nothing. And, and look, you was preaching so much, I'm going to take it a step further. Go and ahead, say, brother. Go ahead, You don't brother. have to be the quarterback. You don't have to be the point guard. You don't – the leader is not even sometimes not even a franchise player. 100%. It's what people don't understand. And I'm going to give him a real example real quick. I was about to ask you, Bert. Give me an example. I was in Oklahoma City. And I told the world just a few weeks ago, I said the heart and soul of our team and the leader of our team was Nick Collison. Collison. Back then it was James, KD, and Russ. People are, oh, Perk, you tripping. Oh, man. No, go ask anybody. Go ask anybody. If you watch Russell Westbrook documentary, you know who he had on there? Nick Collison. Yeah. If, you, if KD have a documentary that come out, you know who you're going to see on there? Nick Collison. Nick Collison was the heart and soul of that team. And you don't hear a word from Nick Collison. You, people don't even know he exists at the moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We was talking about Wiz. And since you diving into your bag. <laughs> like I, I got started early, Perk. My like man, we supposed to say this yeah, for later. Like you got fries at the bottom. <laughs> Mickey D's. <laughs> Mickey, please stop. You in your bag right now. I want, and I want you to stay in this space. I want yeah, you to man. Stay. See how we swapping roles I'm hosting right now? I'm yeah, hosting. Man, on, you now, because you, now because you're doing your thing. And so I want you to cook. And why I want you, listen, while, we, while you're cooking, you're turning that. that crock pot. I want to hear about Calvin Ridley, right? Oh, man. Stepping away, serious, serious note. Stepping away from the game of football right, to address his mental health. And I mm-hmm. want you to take it, take me inside of, because people always say, oh, this this professional athlete, he makes so much money or he's doing this. How does he have mental health problems like money solve everything? So I want you to take us into a deeper dive on how yeah. you feel about Calvin Ridley stepping away from the game to address something very important for him, his mental health. Well, first of all, let me say I'm proud as hell of him. Mm. Um, he more brave than I was. And probably both of us, Perk, because we need I'm, – I'm sure I dealt with mental health stuff when I was in the pros and just didn't – I called it I'm tripping. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Real you know, talk. And that's something, that's something in our com- – like in the black community, bro, especially amongst males, we – you know, our pride will just let us suffer in silence and die. Without ever saying to somebody, hey, man, I'm hurting. I need help. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So for me, man, like when it comes to Calvin Ridley and we start, we talked about Derrick Henry and how he was going to have to be mentally tough. We talked about uh, Jameis and how he's going to have to be mentally tough. And mentally tough meaning going through the process of coming back from an injury. Right. This is not the same as mentally tough as what we talking about with mm-hmm. those guys in particular. But it is a similar segue because we got high-stress-level jobs. I don't give a damn how much money you're making. Mm. It's a high-stress-level job. Come right? on. And the job is being judged every day. Most people go to work, they have a year-end review, they have a quarterly review. We got a review every time we practice, every time we play. Straight it's up. a review. Straight up. When I, when I was playing for the Cowboys – it would we would be walking out for practice and it would be dudes going through drills and individual with with some of our coaches because one of them probably about to take somebody's job. Mm. And we walking out there on the field getting ready and one of them dudes working out, you may have a slip in your locker at the end of practice telling telling you that's a wrap and they may be moving right into your locker. The same dude you saw working out. So it's a lot of that type of pressure. What I'm so proud of with mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley is identifying that. Yes. Hey, man, I ain't right, man. Come on. I ain't right. Something going on. And, yeah, I know I'm the number one receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. I know our season not going well. I love my teammates. But this is about my mind and the things that I'm dealing with right now. And it takes precedence over anything that anybody got to say. I remember we talked about this with the gymnast, man. Um, What's her name? I can't think of it. Simone Biles. Simone Biles, yep. And she, she said I wanted to step – she stepped away from the Olympics. And here's the thing, man. And I said this when we were on, on TV, Perk. People, mental health ain't up for discussion, bro. No, it ain't no, no opinion no. you got for that. That's no, an individual no. dealing with what they dealing with. So more than anything, I'm glad Calvin really didn't let his pride not let him identify that something was going on. I'm glad he didn't chalk it up to, man, I got a hard job. We losing. You know, I'm tripping right now, but I'll be straight. I'm glad he didn't do that. I'm glad he said, hey, I got to step away. Yep. Because where I am as a person – who I'm going to be after this NFL stuff, who I'm going to be after the fans stop tweeting and how much they love the touchdown that I caught. Come on. I still got to live with Calvin Ridley after all of this stuff go away. 
So let me step away and take care of Calvin Ridley because that's what Calvin Ridley deserves. And I'm not going to let my pride take me away from doing it. I ain't going to let people tell me that I'm being soft. I ain't going to let nobody tell me, nah, you good, bro. Just take take some time. You'll be all right. No, I'm stepping away, Big Perk, and I'm proud of him for it, bro. Straight up. Straight up. And I am too because here's here's the thing, right, especially when it comes to – African-American, right? African-Americans. It's this word called perception. Uh So you have have perception and you worry about what everybody is going to say about you. You Mm -hmm. and I have been there. We played the game. We know. Now, they didn't have social media like they do now, right? Right, right. And see what everyone is saying about you. So you had some type of sanity. Well, you didn't have to pick up your phone. I mean, where you could pick up your phone without getting alerts or going on to social media and seeing what people had to say. All you had to do is not turn the TV on ESPN and get another direction, right? Because especially when you wasn't in that type of space. And see, I love that he set the bar to say, hey, it's okay because one thing that we both know, not just in sports, but in the community, is that we are so hesitant to go out there and get help because yeah, of the man. right? Oh man, shoot, Perk went, man, Perk, Perk went to the, I saw Perk walking in there to the doctor. He went there and sat down. He was in there two hours. Yeah, he going crazy. He losing his mind. And they be those one or two people. Okay, it, people be see. Here's the thing that I have a problem with: people worry about keeping it real. For a lot of people who don't even matter. Don't even matter. Don't even matter. Bro, you bro, you better preach, bro. Yeah, yeah you want to keep it real and, and have somebody say 100. And if you was to fall or you needed to call them, they ain't got $20 to give to you or loan you. Hell, they don't even have no advice to give you because they in a bad situation themselves. You know my saying, big bro. What you eat don't make me boo-boo. Straight up, straight, straight up. up. Yeah, so 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 what he did was he made it okay for other football players that's that because Kevin really only 26 years of age. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And so when you talk about mental health, you gotta understand a lot of us didn't grow up with a silver spoon in our mouth. Hell, a lot of us grew up poor, food stamps, whatever yep. the case may be. Yeah. So at the end of the day, when you start getting money. And you start being in that limelight. People don't realize you. It, it's time when it was times when I was playing, bro. I wouldn't even pick up my damn phone because I didn't want to see all the million text messages I was gonna have about a light bill need to be paid. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Or, or, or man, sudden something just happened in my life because all of a sudden, what people don't realize is that athletes to their peers and family. They become like almost, you know, the parents. Yeah, parents and therapists, and you like everything, bro. I gotta, I gotta, in your voice, I gotta give myself some grace. Hell yeah! How I'm gonna give myself some grace is I gotta, I gotta ignore this, and you have to get over that hump of people saying, "Oh, you acting funny," or whatever the case may be. You damn right I am. Yeah, you damn right I am. Because you're not giving yourself no grace, so I want to applaud. Calvin Ridley, man, for standing on that front line and saying, you know what? I'm going to do what's best for me. I'm going to take care of my mental. And the reason that I'm going to take care of my mental swag goo, big bro, is because another thing. See, everybody live in this this, this, this world where I call people that live in this world that don't, don't, you know, recognize real. I call them green. They just green and, and, and jolly and gullible. They like don't a green screen. That. You yeah. can put anything you want in it. Yeah. They don't you, they don't yeah. believe they don't believe that things could happen to them until it actually happened to them. And so we don't know what could have been going on in this in this man's mind. But we do know that a lot of football players, especially, right, yeah. that have retired and walked away have committed suicide. Man, yes. We said, hey, look, we wish he would have addressed this problem early and got some help. Maybe the man would still be living to this day. 
You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, look, to everybody out there, if you got something going on, it's okay because I didn't done this way. Go, I guarantee you, you didn't done it. Oh, it's, I absolutely have. It's okay to go sit down with somebody and go get help mentally and give yeah. yourself some grace. Straight up. This, 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 this is your big OGs with a public service announcement. All right. Straight you, up. You Real don't time. let your pride or what you think people expectations are of you for you not to go take care of yourself. Mm. You know mm. how big I am on that perk. I take my walks, bro. And I take my walks for mental clarity, but I also take my walks to tell people, man, it's all right, it's all right as hell to be you. Come on. The flaws, the great things about you, the stuff you struggle with, it's okay to be that. Yes. All right? But own it, acknowledge it, and work on things in your time and figure out what you need to do to be the best you. Mm. All right. That's that's that is ultimately what Calvin really is doing. Yep. And if you mad at Calvin really for doing that, you probably need to take some time with yourself. <laughs> straight up. Straight real up. Talk, real straight talk. Straight up. And, yeah, straight up. And, and and that's shame on you. And like, see, I wanna like, like even when you talk about mental health, let me tell you when I first developed or discovered that mental health was for real. Yeah. Now, when I was forced to retire, see, when I was forced to retire, Swaggoo, big bro, I was forced to retire, meaning I didn't have to retire because of injuries. I didn't retire on my own terms. I retired because the damn phone stopped ringing. Yeah. And so when the phone stopped ringing and you was like, hold on, so you hitting your agent up and he like, nobody circle back, perk, and you start to see that window close. And the only thing you ever knew in life was the game of basketball, the sport you played. You come in this dark space. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with none of that. It's about coming into a, a different type of space and your life is about to change. So Brody, I'm telling Brody, you. Drill down, drill down on, on if, if you comfortable on some of the detail. What were you going through? What were you going through when you start realizing that? Bro, listen, I I was literally, I would wake up all types of times of the night checking my phone to see if my agent called me or checking, waking up at six in the morning with my phone in my hand, checking my phone while I was working out to see if I was going to get that call. And no. bro, it, I got so much in a bad space that I started ignoring my wife. I started mm -hmm. ignoring my kids. I started ignoring the world. And yeah. I would find myself out of 24 hours throughout the day, about 16 of those hours, bro, I was in my bedroom, wasn't coming out, wasn't going out because I was too ashamed to go out in public and somebody be like, oh, that's Kendra Perkins, man, who you with right now? You're like, yeah. and I ain't nobody. So now, now it's all messing with my psyche. And now you find yourself start to be angry you start mm -hmm. to have uh, these these meltdowns. You start yep. to tripping, tripping is what I was calling. I, I get the tripping when yep. the elephant in the room that I needed to address was my mental and 100%. saying, you know what? I got to get ready to graduate. And so I wanted to ask you because I know what I went through in the space yep. that I was in. That's how mental, that's how I knew when mental health was real when I was forced to retire. Yeah, per I went through I went through depression, man. And it wasn't like for me, it was more about it was more about what now for mm -hmm. me, right? Because this was this this is something people don't realize too. Since I was about nine, mm. I knew what I was doing every year. I knew football season was coming. Yep. I knew basketball season was coming, and I knew I was going to be working out when I wasn't playing actual games. So 9 to 31, I knew every year what I was doing, right? And that's not to mention I started playing football when I was six. But before that, you don't really understand what's popping. you just playing. Right. <laughs> and, dude, I tell people all the time, man, like I, I had to pull my wife to the side, and I told her, I said, babe, I know I'm tripping. Like, I know I'm tripping. But this is what people got to realize, man. 
and and this is why you have to have the support system, especially the wife, if you're fortunate enough to find one that's going to hold you down, yeah. is one, they give you grace. They understand Preach. because they've been with you for a long time and they understand that this is not actually who you are. The second thing is you got to start trying to figure out where do you fit in with your family? Mm. Right? Like I was uh, waking uh. up, going to work. I was coming home from work to dinner. I was going into my theater room, watching game film, getting ready to play on Sunday. That was my revolving cycle. I never had to think about what we gonna, what the kids going to eat for lunch. Do you need me to take somebody to practice? Do you need me to take them to school? I'm trying to find my place. And my wife has already been in this mode for the last 10 years. She already got her home thing figured out. She got yeah. the kids squared away. She know what she doing during the day. And perks, I'm sitting in the house like, man, I ain't got no practice. I ain't got no game. I don't have nothing going on. And then you start trying to make stuff up. You know, like, I'm going to go, man, I'm going to start me a business. I'm going to invest in something. I'm going to go find. And all the time, to your point, man, all the time you realizing, you realizing that I'm literally at a loss for identity right now without this major part of life. So that's a big deal, bro, because when I got released from the Ravens, I was happy to be released because I was my body was hurting so bad. And I was like, man, I'm not really giving what I should be giving to a team. Like I knew it was over from a physical standpoint. Right. But then I got back to Dallas, man, and you sitting around first first couple of days you lit cuz you like damn bro I got all this time I'm chilling right. I'm finna go hunting fishing that you know that's, yeah. that's my thing straight up I got everything man that got old so fast yeah and then you start realizing like and 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 this is always the thing I had money perk I could look at my bank account and see seven figures every day every day when I was struggling mentally I could look in the bank and be like damn I got money. And to your point, it means absolutely nothing when you struggling. It ain't an amount in that bank account when mentally you don't know what the hell you doing that can save you from that. It ain't nothing. So I went to therapy and start realizing like, and, and crazy thing, I want, I want to know if you discovered this. I discovered through therapy I got talent in other things. I can do other things. And the reason why, and not to toot our own horn and please our audience, this ain't being arrogant. This ain't being conceited. I'm not just keeping it real. In front of a microphone and in front of a camera when the red light come on is where I'm supposed to be. Mm. That's where I'm supposed to be. All right? See? So this is the yeah. second phase but I've learned from the NFL, not let this define me. Yeah. Keep multiplicity. Find things you enjoy regardless of if it's bringing you pleasure or money. Bring bring things into your life that make you feel more like you right. and who you are. Like, Straight that's up. the key, Big Perk. But that's what yeah. I went through, bro. I went through it. And I told my wife, I said, look, I know this ain't, this ain't me. This ain't who you used to. This ain't, I'm not the, I'm not the jolly, jovial guy. You know me, Perk. I love having a good time. Right, right. I love good talking. Time. I, yeah, I love talking loud. All my life. life, I've been that way. But at that point, bro, I was, I, I realized I was in a dark place and it was going, if I stayed there, it was going to eventually affect my wife. It was going to affect my kids. It was going to affect all of my relationships. Cause I started looking at people in that, in that period, like, man, well, you would, were you just here for the ride? Yeah, yeah. Were you just here yeah. for the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, cause, cause now you questioning every damn thing, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm fortunate enough I didn't have to question that about my wife, but a lot of my relationships, and I never told them cause I knew it was me, but I was looking like, damn dog, we, we, we ain't in Vegas every other week no more. And you ain't calling this much. You know, we ain't we ain't dropping the bag at the club. We ain't got the VIP section, and I can't find you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Yeah, so you know what it was. It be all of that stuff going on, man. It be all of that stuff going on. And and dog, dog, the crazy thing is, I I be listening to you talk, and I start to get, I start to daze out because I start dissecting. I mean, well, not dissecting, yeah, what you're saying, but also start absorbing every single thing that's coming out your mouth. And the thing is, is that you said one of the things that stood out was finding yourself. Yeah, man. Right, you had to find yourself, and because you get lost. And, to, and this is my personal opinion that an athlete or athletes really don't find themselves until they retire. Yeah, and so, and, and the reason I say that is because while you're playing, everything is a routine, and you really can't focus on life. But when you stop playing, life starts to hit you at different angles, and you start to peep in and, and 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 zoom in on situations that you never thought you would zoom in before. Yeah, and so man. Now, now character starts to come out. Like, what type of dude are you? Are you a yeah. dude that's gonna keep it trucking? Are you a dude that wants your life after sports to be just as better as what you did for the game or why you were playing? Like, you look at the great Kobe Bryant, right? The great Kobe Bryant. Check this out, Spears. Talk about a transition. I, I was telling my wife the other day, the other day I said, listen, people don't realize, and some people do, but Kobe mindset was different, right? And people think about a mamba mentality. I said, just imagine, he got two numbers retired with the Lakers, all right? Number eight and 24, he put in work with both of them, okay? And he was striving for his life after basketball to be greater than his basketball career. Now, if that didn't set the damn tone for all retired athletes on how to start a whole new career, you know what? That made me almost want to go and say, you know, when I worked for, and I told this, I told this to Malika when I was on stage, I said, you know what? Don't, re- don't refer to me no more as Kendrick Perkins. 2000 NBA champion. That don't mean I'm not taking it for granted. Just right. refer to me as Kendrick Perkins, ESPN basketball analyst, because this is what I'm focused on right now. Yes. Focus on me doing me in this space and being the best version of Perk that I possibly could be. I think, hey, hey, and I think you made a great point right there. It's not that we not identifying the things that we've done in sports. It's not that it's not that we're not grateful for the opportunities we had in sports. It's just when you have the type. This is why I'm so proud of you, bro. This is why I'm I'm so lucky to do this with you. Is because we always throw the term real around a lot, right? Like a lot yeah. of people hear real one here, but when you, but, but people say that when you say something they agree with, that's when you become a real one. You ain't a real one when they don't agree with what you're saying, even though you're being real at the time you're saying what you're saying. But what I love about what you just said, refer to me in regards to where I am now, Mm. right? I wasn't always an NBA champion. I wasn't always a Boston Celtic. I wasn't always a Dallas Cowboy. Refer to me where I am now. That don't mean diminish the things that I've accomplished, but just appreciate me for where I am now. Whether that's good or bad. Whether yeah. that's good or bad, man. See me for where I am now. Go ahead, bro. I just had to drop that in there. Nah, you got it. You got it on the it's turning slow. Yeah, it's, man. You got the chicken, the chicken and whatever is Thanksgiving coming up is rotating slow. I ain't think, we, I ain't think we was gonna get this deep nah, today, bro. Nah, bro, you cooking today. You cooking today. You know what? As as my big brother, like we do on phone conversations. Yes, sir. I'm sitting back and I'm listening because I saw the way that you came into today's show that you was about to get in your bag and then I needed to listen. See, that's a problem. That's a problem that people don't have, that people have is that they have a problem with listening, right? Especially when you have someone that's keeping it real and that's speaking that good gospel Instead of you listening, you just want to come back. And I, mm-hmm. like my thing is, I'm sitting up here listening, and we talk about we talk about transitioning. We talking about uh, the great Kobe Bryant setting yep. the ball, 
right? Setting the bar for life after basketball. Then you see guys like my guy Karan Butler, right? You watch what he's doing after basketball and you look at you look at who he looked up to for after basketball, right? Because after after sports, it seems like you become a better father, you become yeah. a husband, you become a better human being, and then all of a sudden you start to weed out all the nonsense. And that's what makes it so great. And so when I talk about Kobe Bryant, and you talk, we talk about what he did after basketball, right? I just, I just want to say this before we dive into this next topic. My message out there to all athletes that are currently playing, right? That, that's playing right now, and you feel like everything is going your way, which it is, and everything is just, you know, about your sports. One thing about it, those years go by fast, fast all right? Man. And I'm telling you from experience, some people want to retire and just, hey, they want to stay at home all day. Some people, it's not in them just to retire and just, they want another chapter in life. But if you want out there and you're listening to this, have your plans already planned for when yeah, you man. And you know what's so messed yeah. up about it? Bro, so many people told me this while I was playing, and I just said, man, I ain't trying to hear that. Yep. I ain't trying to hear that. Then all of a sudden, I'm sitting right here in this seat today trying to tell somebody else, hey, man, have that plan in place. 100%. Because, Brody, when it's over, it ain't no coronation. It ain't no parade. <laughs> Hey, hey, I tell people this all the time. Jerry Jones ain't called me one time since I stopped playing football. And Bashadi in um in with the Baltimore Ravens ain't called me one time. And I'm not mad at him. It's mm. business. It's business. <laughs> hey man, it's you what? go out here and ball out. It's, what? Try to, it's business. Okay? And 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 you yeah. got a lot of dudes, and I'm 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 gonna get this piece of advice to the to the players now. And, and we're going to move on to Kobe because I, I want to talk about that. Um, hey, man, don't be bitter thinking these people care about you beyond that field. Don't leave your game. Don't leave that field. Don't leave that court. Don't leave that baseball diamond expecting the love of that organization or that franchise to check in on you every day. Okay? You leave that organization saying, I did what I had to do. If yep. we have a great relationship, cool. But be okay with going to 17 Pro Bowls and the owner not calling you and checking on your family like he did when you was playing. Be cool with that <laughs> right. because they moving on. They trying to find right. their next 17-time Pro Bowler. Straight okay, up. Brody, you mentioned Kobe, man, and I read something, dude, that was just so inspiring. And, 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 and really, it's the example of legacy. Mm-hmm. Like we throw that term around loosely. We always talk about we want our kids, kids to 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 benefit from the things that we were able to do in this lifetime. And Perk, yeah. let me go and throw this out there for ESPN right now, for media, for us. We want this career to take care of our kids' kids mm. as well as the league did for oh. us when we was playing. I ain't trying to make $12 an hour. Working at ESPN. I want the biggest damn bag I can get. Yeah. Okay. But but with that being said, man, Kobe Bryant, all right, let me let me kind of bring people in. Kobe Bryant invested six million dollars into a drink called Body Armor. All right. Body Armor was just bought out with an eight billion dollar valuation. What that means is prospectively, that company is worth eight billion dollars. And per, I, I think it was uh, Coke, Coca-Cola yep, it was Coca-Cola. bought the company. Kobe's initial $6 million investment, all right, and look, I know everybody ain't got $6 million. Invest six damn dollars, okay? Mm. We trying to teach you something, okay? <laughs> a $6 investment going to $400 yeah. is a big-time investment. Yeah. But, but this, after this valuation and after this deal goes through, Kobe Bryant estate, which means his wife, Vanessa, his children will receive $400 million from, from a $6 million investment that Kobe Bryant made in body armor. 
Now, Kobe been gone two years, Perk? Yep, two years. Going Kobe been gone, Bean been gone two years, and his family still eating because of what he did in his lifetime. What he did. He That's the, the message. That's the message, the y'all. That's the message. That's he why you grinding. He set the table. Bruh. He set the table, dog. Talk about it. Talk about yeah. it, Perk. He set the table. And this is what I was saying. I know he set the table while he was playing, but he set it up for after he was playing. This is what I'm Man. telling you. The plan after the plan that you have after you you finish playing. Kobe Bryant, the way that he approached life in general, bro, is on a whole nother level. And Man. I know, see, let me tell you something. You know how I be listening? Like I was telling you, I'm listening today. Now I'm diving in, but I'm listening. Yeah. Because right now you speaking that gospel, uh, I would say Psalms uh, <laughs> chapter 6, verse 18, all right? And and here, here, here's the thing. You said you may not have $6 million. Invest $6. Yes. And so, so see, that goes over people's head because everybody want to worry about the now and not worry about the later. Do you know how many people, do you know how many people missed out, missed out on this body armor deal because they was worrying about the now. Now. They wanted the upfront money. See, Kobe said, screw the upfront money. Matter of fact, I love this idea so much, I don't even want y'all money. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put money into it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even want this upfront money. They probably wanted to offer Kobe about three million. I don't even want y'all upfront money. How can I get part of this estate? This partnership. Company? Let me get this partnership. I'ma dump in six million. I'ma dump in six million. That's 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 what I'm trying to tell people. Like, this is where your mindset gotta be, dog. Like your mentality gotta be different. People worry about the now, man. Man, yeah. look, man, this company want to holler at you. All right, what they talking about, man? They want to chunk you 20000 huh? And then you're not even seeing the bigger picture. They going to chunk you 20000 and make 200000 off Make 200000 $2 million. And they just $200 You're over yeah. a year, two years. And so when I, when I when I think about Code, God rest his soul, he just set the bar, man. He set Bro. the bar so high. For, for athletes, for life after sports, bro. Yeah. And if, if you can't look at Kobe Bryant's story, not his basketball, I'm talking about the Kobe Bryant that was a girl's dad, the Kobe Bryant who, by the way, lost his life heading to where? Where he was going to? Going with, game. Yep. Game, with GG game to go to the gym, bro. So that Kobe Bryant, that Kobe Bryant, who 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 won awards after playing basketball? Yeah. Who, who was who was making yeah. money after playing basketball? Who wrote who who, who wrote a a, a, a memoir? A, yeah. A crazy magical book, dog. Like like that's who you trying to be. So you know my thing is because I know we touched on a lot, but my whole thing is is that to all the people out there, right? Not even just in sports. Yo, mental health, I got to I gotta keep this. You remember I, I text you? You remember that, right? Yeah. You remember I text you? Yeah. When I, saw you, when I saw your post and you was, on your walk, you was on your good walk, that's how you see, that's how you know we get old. Okay? That's how you know we get old. <laughs> <laughs> we get old because cause, cause, cause we, <laughs> we, we, too, we actually go for walks. <laughs> we do, man. We go for walks. If you ask me to run, I'm going to cuss you out. Don't yeah, ask me to run. run. We going mm -mm. on walks. And so when I asked you to send me that, I, it was on a Sunday morning. I text yep. you, I said, bro, send me that video. Because I got to share this because I felt that. Uh, you got to give yourself some grace. That's you what got to, You got to give yourself some grace. You got to. You got to allow yourself to go to go back to zero and rebuild, bro. Um, a lot of times when we athletes, a lot of people build us for us, Right. And we never take the time to build ourselves. What do, what do we want to do, right? You get tugged and pulled. Per, you went out of high school, bro. When I high school, people tugging and pulling at you, telling you what you are, telling you what you're not. And you realize when you get to 30, 
I ain't I I haven't even defined myself for myself. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I've just been an athlete all my life. I've been the breadwinner. I've been the I've been the kid that was gonna make it out my whole life and never sat down for a minimum of, of an hour to say, man, you know, this is what I wanna be. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Because it's blasphemous when you tell somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's blasphemous. When you when you got NBA talent and you tell somebody you don't want to play in the NBA, they look at you stupid. But but the reality is maybe he don't. Right, right. And, and that's cool. Yeah, I'm seven foot. Yeah, I could shoot a jumper. I don't want to play in the NBA. Like, we got to stop putting these things on people that they don't want it for themselves, man. Come on, man. And, and you really got to define yourself. Come on. You got to define yourself, man. You got to define yourself, man. But, dog, listen. And, I, and to, I, our I, youngsters, to our youngsters out there, Perk, stop letting this damn social media tell you who you are. Ooh. Don't let it do it. No. Don't let, it's a lie. It's a lie, and the truth ain't in it. Oh, hey, look! I I promise you, I was about to I was about to tee you up because I was about <laughs> to say I know we coming to a close, and I wanted you to give some wisdom, but you just dropped the most wisdom that you possibly can on the younger generation. And I'm a, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this before we go. One, I love you, my brother. Love two, you too, bro. Two. Two on top of that, that's not that's not just for the kids. Mm-mm, that's for the adults. That's for everybody. 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 Don't let social media fool you and start tricking you to believe that you're somebody that you're not. Yes, Go be man. somebody. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't get fooled by social media. I tell I tell my kids this all the time, and I'm not I'm just saying my children. Yeah, I'm gonna put them on free game. Okay. I ain't charging them or nothing. And you know, we usually charge for game. I'm giving them free game. And I tell them, I say, hey, man, stop following everybody or stop worrying about everybody that's posting jewelry, that's posting money, that's posting cars. I said, go find somebody else to look up to yeah. that, that got real wealth. And I pulled up a picture of the Portland Trailblazers, former owner of, man, I, it, it'll come back to me. But I I sent, I, I sent them that picture. This was like six months ago. And mm-hmm. I said, y'all so caught up in fashion and all this extra stuff. I said, look what this man wore to the game. I said, y'all don't even know who this is. I said, look at this man. Hold on, hold on. I got I to gotta get his name right, Spears. Go ahead and take Paul it Paul Allen. You know, we keep it real. Paul, it Allen. Paul Allen. That's exactly Paul Allen. I said, look, look at Paul Allen. I said, you know who this is? He had on some baggy jeans, a baggy suit coat. Didn't look like he was worth a quarter, right? And they like, nah, daddy, we don't know who that is. And then I showed him a picture of his yacht. Yeah. And I say, I say, you see this? I say, you see this? That's I say, different. you worried about this, you worried about this, but you need to be worried about how to get to this. Yes. So yes. that's 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 what I'm saying. But man, you just spoke to. God, hey man, boy. follow follow the pages that lends itself to ownership. That's what I'm teaching my kids, man. Like right. go own something. Yeah. Where, where, where you could where you could determine you could determine for yourself how you want to work, where to, what you want to do. I was I I'm I'm not I'm too I'm not too late to the party for that, but I understand what that means when it comes to the real American dream. Yeah. The real American dream is ownership. That's the real American dream. Okay? Right. Supply and demand and supplying something that people need and they can't <laughs> live without. And then you go buy you a big old big ass yacht like Paul Allen. Okay? Right. That's yeah. the that, that's 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 the wisdom. That's yeah. the wisdom, big perk. Listen, yeah. man. This one, this one today for me was good for my soul, bro. Because I feel like we're gonna help somebody. Yeah. With this one. All right. So you've been you welcome to the Baptist Church with <laughs> Big Perk and Swagoo. Hey, hey man. You see what that, you see what that is? <laughs> that fan. You, you, know, you know how they start throwing the holy water, right? That holy, the holy water. water. <laughs> we, we didn't do nothing but have a soul cleansing today. That's all That's it all we was. Did. No, we just had a soul cleansing. That's, That's all, all we did. Was. Let me let me take people back through. So we hit football. We hit the Dallas Cowboys, the Rams. We segued 
to talking about Derrick Henry and talking about Jameis Winston to the most important, which I think the topic today was Calvin Ridley and mental health. And then we topped it off with Kobe and generational wealth, but also generational legacy. And last but not least, don't let this damn social media fool you into thinking you're somebody you're not. Define yourself for yourself. Big Perk, close us out, man. Man, hey, look, episode two, we, we going to call it wisdom. Well, we spoke a lot of gospel, especially my big bro Swaggoo. Look, I'm telling you, that, that that holy water, man. Look, no dirty souls over here. All clean. Uh-uh. Hey, your soul. No dirty and we souls. Accept, we, we accept, hey, like they used to tell us in church, Perk, come as you are. Come as you are, man. Come as you are, bro. Come as you Listen, are. This podcast is for everybody. This podcast is to make you think. It's to make you laugh. It's to make you mad. It's to make you cry. It's to touch every emotion. This is Swagoo and Big Perk, Episode 2, Wisdom. We out. Fire, bro. (laughs) 